This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. I pushed the wrong button to mute it. I can't intro the show if you can't hear me. Ah, uh, do you want to take it again, Fusion? It's really, take yeah, it's really just take two. Okay. We'll just, just take two. Hello. <laughs> and welcome to Aetherite Radio Gamers Games Final Fantasy Podcast. I'm Fusion X joining me today. We've got Zanidra. Hi. We've got Aldi, you know. <laughs> and we've got Rook. Hey. <laughs> I, was like, I, I was trying to bring like a different energy, but I, I was, also realized I, I can't do I was worried. After we were going through, I'm like, oh no, what's this? You're like, Sugai! <laughs> like, I should have been like, hello! Or something. Oh. <laughs> and that's going to do it. Uh, we're glad that we Bye. came back and we're done. Um, mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> Look what you did. <laughs> uh, all right. So. Uh. Uh? Oh, sorry. Oh, bye. Ch- yeah, no, I, Charles I'm so sorry. Aldine's I gone. drove Charles off the podcast. Faded, it was over. Faded into oblivion. I did. I'm so I, sorry. I, hey, there's a part of me up, that wishes gamers? I was, I was yeah. right. Hey, it's hey. game time. It's talk about game time. What? I don't know. Um. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, but am I wrong though? Everything I said was true. Accurate. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> so news. We're talking about some news. <laughs> uh, Stormblood is yeah. now free for owners of the Final Fantasy XIV Starter Edition until May eighth. Um, whether or not you think it's right. the worst expansion or not, you know we'll what? Leave that to your interpretation. The worst of several very good things could still be a good thing. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Plus, I've seen a lot of people talk about the things that now, retroactively, they loved about Stormblood. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I have to agree, like, there was such a great amount, uh, such good content following Stormblood. And of course, there were some things that maybe hit, like, missed the mark for certain people or stuff like that. But as I was even thinking back on it, I was like, you know what? Actually, was a great time in the game, whether or not you loved the story or you like other stories better. It was still really exciting. It was the first X-Pack that I got to be there for, like, the launch of, and the hype in the mm-hmm. community was real, and people were excited, and yeah. the content was great. So, I mean, enjoy it. The way the way I would look at it, like, right, is is obviously there's there's so many aspects to, to an expansion, right? There's story, there's the content, yep. there's the raids, there's quality of life, so there's so much stuff. So it's like, if you look at a stack of gold bars, in this analogy, each gold bar is an expansion, Stormblood has, mm-hmm. like, a few fingerprints, and it's maybe not as polished as some of the other ones, but it's still a gold bar, you know? Like, yeah, sure. But, I like uh, this. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I did have a moment, though, when you were just like, let's talk about news in Final Fantasy XIV, Stormblood. And my, like, mind, oh, it was no. like the opening screen of Doctor Who, where it was like, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> and I was, like, traveling back, and I was like... Stormblood was a lot of years ago. <laughs> why are we talking? About I know. That? Why would you remember? Why would you remind me how old I am? I remember back in my day. I remember when they announced Stormblood, and we all thought Lise was a dancer. And then they're like, "No, mm-hmm. it's just Lise." And we were like, "Oh." As the oldest person here, we're not old. None of us are old. <laughs> None of us. All right. Tell fine. that to my back. Anyway. <laughs> uh, take, so yeah. Take better care of yourself. So anyway, <laughs> I'll think about it. Um, so yeah, if you have the starter edition, you're not my real dad. Get Stormblood. <laughs> I hope not. Um, also, uh, so you can redeem that until May eighth. Uh, also, until May eighth, 
there is a 96 hour login campaign underway mm-hmm. uh, so right now like if you've if you've played the game you could be like i'm gonna get stormblood and you can try and beat it in 96 hours if if you I think want you could maybe yeah maybe speed run yeah. stormblood i mean you would have right. to have nothing else to do mm-hmm. but yeah. If anybody's looking for like a stream thing, there you go. <laughs> I mean, Sweet if you right. played previously, free up to Heaven's Word. Yeah. And you like bounced off. Now's the time to come back because yeah. you can just keep going. You do you do mm-hmm. need the starter edition though. It's not It's true. It's not just like free trial, they're extending it for a little bit. It's yeah, like you need to that. have bought the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, a reminder to everyone that it comes with like if you end up wanting to subscribe to the game past Heaven's Word and everything, if you're doing the free trial, if you get Endwalker, you get mm-hmm. the expansions bundled in. So yeah. if you miss mm-hmm. this, don't worry about it. But it's a great way to get a little bit more bang for your buck, especially if you went for that, you know, um, uh, starter edition version of the game or you mm-hmm. don't have the money to like dish out for everything else. Like get it for free because it's definitely worth mm-hmm. it to have all that playtime and all the other content. It's also like one of those things. I mean, they do, you know, the, the free like login campaigns f- often enough that like even if you're not active right now go redeem that sucker like yeah. <laughs> add it to your account because you never know um we also have hatchy tide going on right now until april 10th if you want to look like a tonberry or or community shame else. on you <laughs> or just or, a tonberry or something else or the, uh one of the pieces from sorry that's about yeah <laughs> yeah one of yeah. the pieces from mm-hmm. sorry yeah, yeah. exactly mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is nothing else <sighs> if you that's want to wonderful. look like the pawns in chess. Yeah, pawns in chess. Another one. Yep, there you uh-huh. go. There you go. Oh. I have a bad joke about this that I'm going to save until we're done. <laughs> I mean, done with what? Cause... The podcast. Oh, the entire podcast. It's that I good. Just, I, just, okay. I just shouldn't. I mean, it's, I just shouldn't. It's a G podcast, right? PG oh. <laughs> It looks uh-huh. like a giant pebus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it looks like a pebus, yeah. Look, I'm... Like I'm have I had thoughts about getting the Tonberry costume, dying at Dalamud Red, and photoshopping it onto a certain Four Fiends and sending it to Rook after a discussion we had the other week? Maybe. <laughs> you did message me that. I'm sad. Where is it? I have time for these debts been, to be paid. I've been playing days. RE4. I haven't had time for other games. <laughs> um, I like how Zen's like, I'm not going to say anything inappropriate. Uh, and then no. Fusion and I just run. Immediately. Look, Immediately. Look, we're, we're explicit now. We can... So I was in some content the other day with two people who had yes. flesh tone Tonberry suits uh-huh. on. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I was on Dancer and I said to them, hey, I'm the only one who's supposed to have DP here. DP being dance partner. That's good. That's good. That's yep. good. Uh, I it's, like it's, that. Yep. My it's a good gosh. One. Uh-huh. It's funny. Well done. Good. You, you brought this upon yourself. I wasn't going to do did. it. I wasn't going to do yeah, it. Yeah, she was <laughs> no, not going to say it. And then that's, that's fair. <laughs> that's fine it's fine whatever uh also <laughs> great news if you love final fantasy 14 merch bad news if you don't have any money uh, <laughs> or bad news if you do have money if you want it now yeah, yeah. uh so i i mean we knew, we knew this was coming i've been mm-hmm. prep, prepping myself mentally for this mm-hmm. stretching uh, out the wallet yeah yeah pre-orders for fanfest merch round one are going on until april 21st there's so much mm-hmm. good stuff in this um yeah there's a lot of good stuff they've they've yeah. stuff has already sold out the, yeah absolutely the, uh yeah. the reaper jobstone magnet and the charlay and last stand mug are they're i wanted that i was only there like three hours too late and i didn't get a cup but the you know, mug. Well, jackets were so, gone so this does say round one 
Yep. So yes. in theory, like the, I, I think the way this is going to work is like round one. And this is all for like shipping. This isn't for like mm-hmm. fan fest pickup. Right. Um, they're planning yeah. to get this stuff like sent out. So like you have it before the event, hopefully like if people like plan to be in Vegas a couple days before the event, they don't like have a box sitting on their porch for the weekend. Um, yep. But if there's a round two, there's probably a chance to get a lot of this stuff again if you're maybe a little more on top of it. So yep. uh, obviously, like if there was something you really wanted and it did get sold out, um, keep an eye out. There, it, there should be a round two. I don't know why they would say round one if there wasn't a round two. <laughs> um, I'm wondering if the round one doesn't refer to uh, this is sort of like the NA Fan Fest merch mm-hmm. and then the EU one's going to be round two. It, and it could be. It could be. Yeah, it um, could be that too. They didn't really emphasize or, or describe yeah. like what was the, no. the round one aspect of it. Um, but you know, like a lot of the like all the shirts that they showed were um, NA exclusive, for example. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, but they weren't uh, limiting it so that because I saw a lot of people who were saying, "Oh, if I don't have tickets to NA, I can't right. get the merch." They weren't limiting it, so you can get the merch still. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, shipping restrictions and things still apply, so make sure you double check that. But if you like the design of anything, you can still pre-order it and have it sent as long as they ship to your country. And Mm -hmm. it's also important to note, we can't, like, officially, officially endorse this, right? I mean, Square Enix, it's their license, it's their trademark, there's a lot of merch there. But even as we were discussing, if something sells out, or if there's something that you really like the design of, but Mm -hmm. it's just, like, way too expensive, there are a lot of amazing fan artists Mm -hmm. out in the community who are making all kinds of merch on Etsy or elsewhere. And let's just say that especially some of the ones that were kind of surprisingly hugely expensive Mm -hmm. items, people have, even before these designs come out, already made a lot of things that are mm-hmm. very much like them that you can probably find for a more affordable rate because like that jacket and necklace I loved them but I was just like are you kidding me 200 to 300 dollars mm-hmm. and, and, and it's it's wild because like I'm trying to think back I feel like the Harshafont shield necklace was around that same price point I think it was but yeah it's because it's silver but it's bigger <laughs> why would I pay yeah. the same for less I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Any of their like metal stuff is way they're, expensive. They're I remember very the, proud the of it. <laughs> watches too. Yeah. 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 Well, the, yeah. Watches, the, watches, is, the watches were made from mm-hmm. a different thing, yeah. though. These are just like. Sweet. I also yeah, love. Gold Star says that um, mm-hmm. they are restocking things. Also, like they sold out jackets okay. yesterday, but they were back this morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. So keep keep an eye on it, and Thank maybe you. there's a round two if you really can't find anything. Yep. Also, a note. This was discussed, I think, in the live letter, not positive, but the old Charlian mug is not dishwasher or microwave safe. So just a heads up. I pre-ordered one and I'm still going to use it, but Mm -hmm. a heads up to everybody. I'm a little bit surprised that they didn't make something that is dishwasher and microwave safe. I don't Mm -hmm. understand why, why companies make mugs that aren't like dishwasher safe. Like I I got this really nice... This one is dishwasher safe, but not microwave safe. And I'm wondering if it's because it's got maybe metal. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like I had this really nice mug and then we threw it in the dishwasher, not thinking anything of it. And then like a bunch of like the designs came right off because it was like a decal kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And I'm like, why would you make? Mm -hmm. I don't don't get it. Anyway, that's a whole other (laughs) podcast. The quality of mugs. Um, (laughs) I love me a mug. But yeah, there's some there's some Me really too. cool there's some really cool stuff in here. The the shirts mm-hmm. are really great. There's a zero shirt. There's like an adorable lopper yep. sh- shirt. 
Um, I, I, I wonder if the, uh, the, you know, kind of fan fest design we have for this is any indication of like possible theming for fan fest. Yeah. You know, before dance party oh fans. no. Raving fan fest. How oh terrible. no. Lopperit DJ party. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that would be awful. Is it, is it they just were... going to be Foxclon? Yeah. Maybe. In his, in his yeah. terrifying, uh, costume. The, pri- the primals all walk out with like rabbit ears. Oh no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just rabbit ears is fine. If they're in costume like him, and no, then they have they it. have some kind of like vocal modulator, so like all the lyrics just come out sounding as like loperets. I'm so down. Then, it's like a chipmunk version. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be down for that. I'd, I'd probably be over it after too. like two songs, yeah. but like I, yeah. that'd be cool. <laughs> just for yeah. one song. Yeah, I mean, just do thirty-two bucks a pop. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. I got a couple of the t-shirts. I think what really mm-hmm. gets me, I mean, the merch is so cute. And honestly, their stuff tends to be good quality. Although I was not impressed by the apparent quality of the plushies this time around. Like looking at the pictures I think and it's because you got to squish them. You squish them back into their little thingamabobs uh, and their neck pillows. Also. Uh, well, yeah, well, okay. so, so three of them but are But I agree, they look kind of wonkety. Uh, but mm-hmm. then there's also the Porksy. Porksy yeah, and the Lopper, which are really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slopper, it's super good. But the t-shirt designs and stuff I liked. I picked up mm. a couple of the t-shirts and the old Charlie and mug and a lot yeah. of other things. Um, if anybody does pre-order, just a little heads up there that, as always, the Square Enix store has really expensive shipping. I mean, oh, just yes. brutal it's shipping. It's so bad. It's right, really so bad. <laughs> it's so they, bad. They have the little Astinians back in. And mm. I really wanted one of those little, little suckers for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had that in with all of my pre-order stuff. And the shipping was $47 for all of it. And I was like, no. Mm. We're not, no, uh-uh, I don't, that is almost as much as the figure. No. Yeah. So I took just the Justinian figure out just to see what would happen. And $20, $20 knocked Look, off of the shipping. do you know how much yeah. it costs to package acrylics? <laughs> $20. Not much, they're flat. Here's the thing, though. But they're fragile. I mm. got an Astro Magnet, threw that in there, and the shipping popped back up 20 bucks again. Yeah. Mm, okay. I I mean okay. we we've said this before and I have absolutely no issue saying it again. Square Enix, your shipping sucks. Fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Figure it out. It's awful. Absolutely awful. When somebody yep. talks about your store and like ninety percent of the time the first thing people say is like their shipping's too much, maybe your shipping's too much and you should <laughs> look at that. Yeah, um, there have honestly been times that I'll put stuff in my cart and then just like Zen, I'll look at what the shipping is and I'm like, that's more, that's almost double what yeah. I was going to pay. So no, Nothing. and I, I hate, I hate to have to do it because a lot of times I really do want the stuff because the stuff yeah. they make is really cute mm-hmm. and really cool. And I think they have been offering a better range recently of variety of cost point and price point of items sure, right yeah. where yeah. the acrylic stands are a great alternative to the figurines they look so nice they added in mommy Vinat. they added mm-hmm. in a bunch of great characters this time around too so there's definitely a better range of price points and those exclusive big spend items are there but you can get the cheaper ones too but yeah i think they definitely need to look a little bit more at how they do international distribution yeah. and shipping because it is something that i've seen people getting tripped up over and i, I get was, tripped over, over. I thought it was interesting too the the vanat standy it's it's on the base it says lady of light it doesn't actually say vanat yeah i'm like that was a that was a choice i think maybe they're like we don't want to spoil you but then again like that her you name is less you of a spoiler yeah, yeah i don't no nah. i don't know yeah i don't get it but they got yeah they got a wide range of stuff i mean they got little keychain plushies they got like a little ancient plushie fat cat 
serpent mm-hmm. there's a there's a laptop case if you have like a really small laptop really small <laughs> laptop. i i think like mine measured like it's like it'll like just fit i think and i'm like please fit mm-hmm. like if i get it and it's just like oh i'm sorry you're like a millimeter trip I'm like no it was like <laughs> I, it was an amaranth thing i'm not not gonna buy an amaranth right so mm-hmm. you're you're muted you're muted yeah 12 12 oh. inches it's 12 yeah. inches long mine's like 14 so it's not gonna happen well yeah so like uh, if yeah, you have yeah. if you have a gamer laptop no yeah <laughs> but if you have like a smaller like notebook kind chromebook, of chromebook you know those type like of a, things like a, yeah. like a like a surface hopefully my surface very big tablet yeah tablet <laughs> yeah tablet mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm excited there's there's so much good stuff in there uh um, oh yeah so yeah i mean we could we could talk about this all day like we really could but, but we can't but we're not going to Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, a couple highlights from the PAX Q&A. Um, last weekend at PAX East, they did two panels. One was about 14, so we're going to talk about that one. The other one was for 16. So if you want to know about 16 stuff, go go find it. It's on the, the YouTube. Um, so for the PAX Q&A, um, we, just, we just bullet pointed some stuff here. Um, so uh, Yoshida talked about influences, um, things from other Final Fantasies that we'll see uh, coming up in the game. Uh, he said we'll see stuff from two, nine, seven mm-hmm. remake, which uh, I thought was interesting that he had to specify. I don't think it's interesting that he has to specify. I think oh. it's bad, but it's okay. Fa- Phantoms is the only thing I can think of when he talks about remake. Uh, like, what was different from remake than remake? Did have a lot of it. additional story content yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I mean, he these were okay. So we should also clarify that these weren't things that he. Mm-hmm. Def- definitively yeah. said you will sure. see these were things that somebody asked if you were able to put more final fantasy stuff in in the next what 10 would... years of the game what would you yeah. want to put in mm-hmm. and so he was kind of spitballing and he talked about yeah two nine seven remake he specifically was talking about uh the current team and like why they we haven't seen it already because a lot of people have asked about that mm-hmm. but the mm-hmm. team's been so busy that he was like i don't you know i hope that by the time they're finished with all of the game and all the portions are out that then we'd be able to look at some kind mm-hmm. of collaboration together because the team's been working so hard so yeah. i think yeah i think it's just because he'd want to work with like the current right. team and bring some sort of collaboration between those yeah uh and then of course 11 Shocking that they would yeah, want to course. pull things in from their, their other MMO. Wild. Um, yeah. yeah. And important, because actually it wasn't put in this, Ivelisse. He did mention Ivelisse, yeah. because the original question was talking about specifically, we really love Dalmasca. Are we going to see more with Matsuno? And towards the end, he did he did say, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, of course, there is also still Ivelisse and then Vanadiel as well. And then he went, next! He was like, no more, no more talks about it. He just did a coy little yeah, like. Yeah, it's it's interesting because, like, like obviously, like Vanadiel, like he's he, he joked about like return to Vanadiel before. Yeah, and I was like, why would you say that and not mean it? Um, but the <laughs> idea, hurtful. the idea of more Evilise is really interesting considering how they yes. ended all the Bosha stuff. God, they really were just like, yeah, and then some stuff happens off screen, and the end. It's like, what? What? Are, okay. I just, I really hope it's just the same as Tactics itself, where there's a book, and it has the true things in it, but it's not fully true. And when you play through, you see the full truth. I'd mm-hmm. love if they played it that way. That's cool. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, that's that's That'd one of the nice. things, right? It's it's that same idea that they do with like, the encyclopedia, where it's like, mm-hmm. these are in-game, and mm-hmm. they could be wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was something that I was surprised to not see 
in the mm. merch. Was another oh, encyclopedia. the encyclopedia. We do right. know it's coming. Yeah. We have seen the cover. We know they're working on it. So, yeah. Hopefully, I mean, I would I would assume it's ready for FanFest, but... Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to say. I mean, they're, you know, they're, the team's working on a lot of stuff right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And uh, I think it does make sense for them to revisit whether or not they do a direct continuation of Boja. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have two races that canonically come from right. those regions in the game mm-hmm. at this point. And just like we saw with the Azim Step... I think there is a sense of, oh, hey, well, when we introduce new races into the game, we want to bring players there at some point, right? Mm -hmm. We want to Mm -hmm. be able to, like, show them. And, of course, we kind of have examples with the Viera on the first, but it's, it's, Mm -hmm. again, it's not the same. It's not the same. So I hope that they expand on those regions at some point. Mm -hmm. Maybe that'll be our, our, like, sticking launch point to go to Maricidia from. Yeah. Hopefully. Sort of. Pack that in that little bundle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they were also asked about the graphics update. Obviously, this is like the, the biggest thing that I think a lot of people mm-hmm. know about. Uh, they say that they're about halfway there. Um, you know, they're can always you know testing the new stuff, um, mm-hmm. and so I can't. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm curious, like because we know they're gonna roll it out like in waves. Yeah, I'll be really mm-hmm. curious to see how that works. And it's like if you go like zone to zone, it's like wow, this looks dated all of a sudden yeah <laughs> like, i expect that to be the biggest part of the keynote honestly at, yeah at oh absolutely I, biggest I, fan I, fest especially for sure be- for sure yeah yeah, yeah. i mean especially because they always spread out the the story details and stuff mm-hmm. so like they're gonna they're like oh well we have all this other stuff we can talk about so i think they'll be absolutely talking about graphic stuff mm-hmm. um for people that have houses <gasps> uh-huh. loud exclamation I'm listen. This how is so did, how does this make you feel? I couldn't tell if that was an angry or like an excited <laughs> that's thing. A, that's, ex, that's excited. I'm excited. About excited. It. Um, they are looking into increasing housing item limits sometime in 7.x. Mm. Yay! Yay! Hey, yes, please and thank you. Mm-hmm. There's not enough. Not for the stuff that people do in this game. Not for all the furnishing items we have. Of course, as always, there's that little asterisk. But we do need greater adjustments beyond this yeah, as well. But right? Still, yeah. It's so good. It's there, so good still. There is something to wonder about when you look at we need more furnishing slots versus like, but also if we could just like move things the way we wanted, we probably wouldn't need all these extra <laughs> sure. slots. It would be amazing to just be able to turn things. Yeah. It's like, check out mm-hmm. this really cool door I made. It's actually comprised of 47 different items. <laughs> that's how I would be is. happy <laughs> with just a hundred more slots per per yeah. housing size. Uh, once I have that, of course, it won't be then enough. But right well, no, now. That's, that's how it works. Yeah, you think like, oh yeah, yeah no, like only a hundred. Like that's that's plenty. I could do so much more than hundred, and then like the day the patch goes, like, all right, this isn't enough. <laughs> um. <sighs> There was also a story question asking if the heart of Sabiq could return. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, yeah, it might show up, but it wouldn't be like a main focus. So. But he didn't old, say no. Heart of Sabiq. I will, say no. I will never forget <laughs> me and Moose talking with Koji. And he's like, yeah, no, the heart of Sabiq is coming back. It's going to like, it's going to be great. And for years, <laughs> nothing. Been waiting. And then, <laughs> then they have the orchestra concert. He's like, yeah, see, they, it was in the chorus. We brought it back. It was over there. I'm like, son, 
it's not what we meant, Coach. And we know it. Um, <laughs> let's see. I uh, want to know what part of the story moved him to tears. Oh, yes. I made a lot of notes before the podcast today because I was watching mm-hmm. the Q&A. You can catch both the Q&A and the 16 panel, like Fusion was saying, on their Twitch and YouTube. They, they have mm. them all documented there. And they were really fun to watch, honestly. There were a lot of good moments. Um, and one of the questions Zen just brought up uh, was asked of Yoshida, what part of the story moved you to tears? Which I thought had a good answer. It's cute. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, like a big Ardbird fan, I guess. Because his answer was, in Shadowbringers, when you defeat the final boss and the Exarch returns to the tower, uh, there's a pan where you see Ardbert. Mm-hmm. And that cutscene makes him tear up. And the, good, just the fact that Ardbert and his yeah companions got to fulfill their mission and see yeah. that they're saved. Yeah, so sweet. sweet. And then, of course, he talked about the one that I think got so many of us, the mm-hmm. Uriante everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where it was like, Uriante's meeting with Moonbrita's parents. And I thought it was interesting because he talked a bit about... Urianje as a character because you know obviously he spanned 1.0 into 2.0 yeah. and he was talking he was about our first scion wasn't he first yeah. guy who shows up he's like hello i'm crazy and probably dangerous and we're like oh you actually <laughs> okay. weren't okay i mean the, i remember oh. back back then i don't even think the, the the term meme was established but there were like so many memes back then with like talking about Urianje as like the crazy homeless dude with like the end is near <laughs> written on like a cardboard yeah. sign yeah. that was him. Yeah. yeah that was Urianje in 1.0 now yeah, and yeah. like he talked specifically about that. I loved it because as they were going through and he was talking about, oh, yeah, when we first were, you know, he was sort of in the story and stuff. We were thinking about the calamity from 1.0 and Urianje for them as a concept at that point was just like this shady dude, as he said, he was <laughs> yeah. very verbose, hard to understand. He kind of fulfilled just a function in the narrative. Mm-hmm. But over time, he was talking about how they liked to sort of explore the fact that he has a lot of intellectual knowledge about words and he uses them just way too much, right? But that as a character, it was really hard to get a read on his actual feelings. And that one of the moments that he found so moving was the fact that that moment with Moonbrita is a time where he finally learns how to communicate the real feelings that he Mm -hmm. has and give voice to them in a way that isn't excessive, but is true to him and Mm -hmm. and honest to his own um, kind of feelings. And apparently Yoshida did a bunch of edits on that scene, like over and over and over and over because he wanted it to be perfect. And every time he would tear up when he was going through it working on something like i mean to this day like if you went back in time a couple years and like the thing you will cry the most about an endwalker is about urianja i'd be like yeah what no that doesn't sound no. right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it was that was that yeah was and then it. he did mention vanette's walk or vanette's walk which is yeah, like nobody, right. nobody is immune no, to no, that come on yeah. nobody it's, not crying. it's always amazing like years and years later like every time they use answers in the game they somehow mm-hmm. are able to like further contextualize it and make it yeah. just that much more like weighty and it's just like uh, it's amazing it's incredible that they can keep doing that yeah um, yeah there were a lot of good little moments he talked to we have fan fast coming up and mm-hmm. somebody asked about, with 10 years of the game, what's been the biggest surprise for you during that? And it's really cute because a lot of his answers about things, whether it's like, what are some of your favorite memories in the game or things like that, I think a lot of times you would imagine that he would be talking about, oh, this amazing thing we pulled off or this yeah. uh, you know, incredible fight that we designed. But almost all of the time, Yoshida's answers are like, oh, well, I... I have a secret character and I pug with people and I love seeing people and all the variety of players in the game. Or in another question, he was uh, asked about, you know, like what's one of your favorite uh, 
I guess like content or like what's something that you really love yeah. in the game. And he mentioned, really or the that was it, the starting cities. Like, what's your favorite location in the game? And he said, the three starting cities. While I'm working, I have my secret character pulled up, and I'll just sit by the aetherites in mm -hmm. in starting cities and watch players come and go it's, and see see yeah. them. And so it's he is, I, although I mean, they did joke about Limsa and how mm -hmm. they've seen some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and 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 to to you know expand on that too, right? Because because I've I've gotten a, a look that a lot of people don't like. A lot of times at like uh, like an E three, we'll go into like the interview room. There's always mm. a TV where he's logged in. <laughs> he's just he's just there. Like it's for I yeah. think it's mostly for like a lot of. Uh, media that maybe like don't dedicate like almost all of their time to the game right if they have questions mm -hmm. or something so easily just like pop it up but yeah he's always like got a tv and he's always logged in um, it's so sweet he yeah. loves the players he loves them and he loves seeing how people love the game and um the story particular one about fan fest i thought was really sweet some of you might have heard it in previous interviews but he was saying that uh one of his biggest surprises in 10 years of playing the game was the first fan fest that they ever held which was in Las Vegas. And he like asked the audience if anybody was there at that point. And like one person raised their hand. Mm -hmm. He was like, thank you so much. <laughs> and he was apologizing because he was saying the lines were so slow yep. for registration mm -hmm. that his team behind the scenes were like, everybody's going to be so mad. They're so mad. You have to go out and personally walk the line and apologize to the fans. <laughs> and so he went out there and he was like, oh, everybody's going to be so frustrated because it's taking so long. But the moment he walked out, everybody applauded him and started cheering. And he was just completely blown away. And the next <laughs> day at the keynote, when he came out on stage, it was the exact same thing. And everybody was cheering. And it hit him that people loved the game and that they loved their experiences in the game and that it become something special to them in this way that they had only hoped as the team, you know, trying mm -hmm. to get it out the door. And he made a little comment that he was so nervous at the keynote that it was supposed to be 90 minutes, but his knees were shaking and he was just <laughs> speeding through it. And it ended up only being 60 and it like threw off the schedule. <laughs> Like, he was just talking about how much it meant to him. So but if you go to FanFest this year or any of the FanFests, you can kind of, I guess, carry that with you as yeah. where it all started. Mm -hmm. and, and, and see how much it's improved. I remember that. Yeah. I remember those registration lines. I, I think there was, like, one printer. Like yeah. All the badge printers, something like, like that. went down or something. So there was, like, one badge printer. It's just, like, for the first few <laughs> FanFests, there was, like, there was always something that just went horribly wrong. Oh, merch line, I don't miss you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that last one though was so well organized mm -hmm. they, they, oh, the, the pickup was so good like when i when i went to i was lucky enough to go to the the frankfurt fan fest and they had the, that oh, was yeah. the first time they did the the merch pickup i was like this is the best thing ever <laughs> this is wonderful um let's see anything else big? which ff is your favorite jp mm. version of three actual three yeah actual three if you couldn't tell that with the crystal tower and yeah. everything really? else, mm -hmm. yeah. there's a lot there. in there. There's it's, so yeah. much three. It's funny. That's like one of my least favorite ones. Just I, it's I have, one of my favorite. I have ones. so many memories of playing when they when they did the like, like the remake of mm -hmm. three for DS, mm -hmm. and then sure. they like ported it to PSP and mobile. I had bought like every version of that game. I tried so hard to get into it, <laughs> but like. I feel like there's like five Phoenix Downs in that entire freaking game. So anytime somebody <laughs> died in my party, I would just reset. I'm like, I can't. Like, 
<laughs> well, it's his ex, like his explanation for it, I thought was really interesting. He said that it's his favorite because it's where he felt that the staples of what made a Final Fantasy mm -hmm. were finally solidified, and right. that from there on out, a lot of the game system, job systems, and things like that that set the precedent for the franchise were really codified into something mm -hmm. that the rest of the games would build off of. And yeah, I just I thought that was very interesting because you would think that any number of them for other reasons would be something right. that he would pick, but that that I was mean, his explanation. Three is the true OG of so much stuff. I mean, the job system, like he said, is there. And like people still to this day try and make a job system as good as three, right? It's crazy. It doesn't make any mm -hmm. sense. And, you know, five, they went back to it. But yeah, yeah it, it really is the genesis of a whole lot of that and games that, try to be a final fantasy take stuff from three like it's it's amazing to see and it's also my favorite so well not oh. my favorite my favorite is six but okay. three is one of my absolute favorites it's way up there we, we got to go down the line now uh zen favorite final fantasy okay all of the even ones no um <laughs> Hey, that works. That's to be, like, to be I've honest, never heard that one. That's good. To be honest, like I really like four. I really like six. You know, I really like eight. Mm -hmm. So it's like the even ones. But no, um, I usually end up saying four or six. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Rook. Yeah. You know, I've been fiending for those fiends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm always so bad at picking favorites of anything because usually <laughs> there's there are favorite aspects of a million sure. games that I mm -hmm. love. So it's really hard with with Final Fantasy. I mean. As dumb as it sounds, fourteen is probably my no. That you can't go to fourteen. We're talking about fourteen. Obviously, know, it's a favorite. Come on. No, I know, but I mean, honestly, I think that particularly with Shadowbringers and things, the story, the memories, the content, the everything, elevated it to a place where I was like, this is one of my favorites in the single player narrative lineup, and that was huge because I mm. usually think of MMOs as something totally different, okay. but. My my ones that I grew up playing that to this day are still my favorites are eight and twelve, mm -hmm. and it's hilarious to me because those are usually some of the ones that everybody's like eh. eight and 12. eight especially. <laughs> There's so much hate. I love eight. Oh. Eight was like yeah. the first one that I, I I rented a PlayStation to play <laughs> eight. Remember like your local right. video stores? They would like yep. rent the mm -hmm. actual console. Mm -hmm. That was me. Yes, for eight. Yeah. I love the first eight. one. I ever finished all the way through. Like I'd played mm. the other ones before, but never like finished them all the way through. Mm. So yeah. like ten has has a say a good spot. Eight does. Mm. Twelve does because you know Evilise is pretty pretty cool. But I also didn't really play that one. I watched that one played. So evens. I'm not lying. Yeah. So many evens. people hate twelve. Everybody has 12. a friend when twelve <laughs> came out that they're like, hey, check this out. I can make it play itself. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> had that friend. Everybody I mean, don't did. get me wrong. I think mm -hmm. the re-release uh, that we had recently way, way better. is so good. I think that it facilitates players connecting with 12 in a way that I think many initial players couldn't mm -hmm. because some of the like speed up grind things and everything else that they did in that and the remaster of the music is so good. Zodiac Age is so well worth mm -hmm. playing yeah. if you've never played 12 because I think it really does connect you into it. But 12 was funnily enough the very first video game that I bought with my own money. <laughs> I saved up all of my allowance money. Mm -hmm. I scrounged for it. I begged my mom for any scrap <laughs> of money. 
and then went and bought it myself. And I never completed it at that time because I kept getting stuck on bosses over and <laughs> the, over and the, over. The difficulty spike on bosses in 12 was just sure, like, yeah. it yes. was a wall. <laughs> you would like, you'd be proceeding through the, gra- the game just fine. And then you'd end up in some kind of boss fight where you literally could not exit until you had beaten the boss. So your only recourse was to like go back to an earlier save and just grind a million hours in a zone mm-hmm. to like over prepare or just hope by some sheer dumb luck you magically got better at the game while you were trying to do it was so hard but what stuck with me on that one was the fact that the worlds that he builds in tactics and 12 that style of fantasy that conglomeration Mm -hmm. of different things it just resonated with me so much um and eight as well was one of those ones where to this day i still think about so much of the way that they like fuse that kind of science fiction and the fantasy elements and the summons in eight for whatever reason i just love how they realized them i love Mm -hmm. the designs they did for them um there were so many parts of that game even when it gets weird at the end that i still as a kid remember it just sparked in my imagination what it meant to play a game that wasn't just a game but was a story a narrative Mm -hmm. something that i was hanging off of like my favorite books and that totally shaped how mm. I saw a lot of games after that. So yeah, those are my favorites. I like 10 too though. 10's like right up there with everything else. Yeah. For uh, jumping back to 10 again. Um, so I, the story and the characters weren't my favorite. That's definitely mm-hmm. more in the like four and six category, but memories I have from stupid, dumb stuff that I did <laughs> while I was playing that game are actually that it does bump it up pretty high. Like for example, um, I didn't understand the sphere grid at first. So mm. I got halfway through the game to the, the fight with Riku underwater mm. before I, uh, I couldn't progress. I was just like, this is too hard. I don't know what to do. And I don't know why I figured out that I needed to level up. But after I, you know, put all the spheres in the sphere grid, because I had a thousand kabillion of <laughs> them, uh, my characters were very, very strong. I went and did that fight. It took two minutes instead of trying, yeah. you know, for like an hour, three times. Mm-hmm. And it just, to this day, it makes me laugh. Yeah. I mean, ter- and then um, uh, another dumb memory. My, uh, I, for, I don't remember why, but I was grounded while I was playing this video game. So I got to mm-hmm. play for like an hour a day. Very, very kind parents, I guess. Um, but <laughs> I was getting towards the end of the game one night. And my dad and I were actually playing at the same time, kind of racing. So uh, <laughs> I was near the end and I was really hung up on the story. And he was watching. So he's like hung up too. And uh, I hit the end of my hour, and he just he looks at me, and he goes, just play until you die. And I mm-hmm. finished the game that night. Oh, my nice. gosh. Amazing. Yeah, my, so my, shit my... like that. It's just so it's like, it's warm in my heart. Yeah. Terrell's mm-hmm. got the right of it, too. The graphics were 10 at the time. It was just like, like yeah. holy crap. Like, when PSG yeah. came yep. out, that was great. My, my biggest hang-up came from 12, because um, they had mm-hmm. this wonderful little button in there uh, to optimize your, your loadout. Ah, uh, sure, equipment. yeah. For the longest time, I thought my game was bugged because every spell that was cast on my characters was reflected. <laughs> it took me hours of playing that game oh, to realize no. that it optimized diamond armor on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of issues with 12, Hilarious. which is why people bounced off of it, honestly. There was a lot of the the whole, you know, uh, uh, gambit system that people didn't really understand. Well, they only didn't and, understand yeah. because they didn't have that one friend that's like, no, look, you go over to the sands, yeah. you put in these gambits, and you just let it mm-hmm. run overnight. Yeah. yeah, you have to overlevel, yeah. Yeah. 
my partner, I, I truly believe my partner got interested in programming because of 12. <laughs> like, no system, joke. Yeah. I know a lot of people who had their first roundabout introduction to the basic building block concepts of computer programming yeah. by playing 12 mm -hmm. and arranging the gambits because it's all those logic systems, right? It's creating the, it's like you're even- the if thens. Yes, mm -hmm. you're like yeah. troubleshooting it. You're figuring out where there's bugs in the system mm -hmm. that you've set up. You're trying to figure out how to streamline it, to optimize it, to make it the most efficient. And some people it really clicked with and some people it completely fell flat. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so let's uh, let's mm -hmm. get back into Final Fantasy. As soon sure. as I ask that question, I'm like, okay, I got to make sure we don't yeah. talk about this for another hour. That's one more, like, you I'm get one more, Rick. I could see you. You were like, I was gonna actually return to our topic. Okay. Yeah. Before okay. we go into the live letter, which is that one of the other things that I really enjoyed from the Q and A was that Yoshida was asked which story arc was his favorite, mm. and. He, you know, of course, very tactfully was like, no, all of the expansions. All of my I children are one. my favorite. <laughs> but he then circled back around to Heavensward. And again, kind of like that question with three, uh, three being his favorite Final Fantasy. Mm -hmm. I was surprised by what he said about Heavensward. It, not that it was about the story, not that it was about any character thing, any writing thing, any public reaction thing. He just talked about the fact that in ARR, in A Realm Reborn, the team kept saying to themselves that, you know, it was such a brutal, punishing timeline. He's talked about this in interviews about how they were literally scheduling mm -hmm. down to the minute of what everyone was doing to make sure that they could get this relaunch coming in. And as we look ahead to the 10 year anniversary of the 2.0, you know, relaunch of A Realm Reborn, it's one of those things where, again, it's it's so cool. There's such great documentaries you can watch out there about mm -hmm. it. But he was just saying that the whole time as they were going through that they weren't actually just thinking about A Realm Reborn. They were saying like, okay, well, we're going to get through A Realm Reborn and then we're going to have our first expansion. And so from the entire time that they were contextualizing and trying to rebuild this game and trying to make it something that would be a success, they were never just thinking about A Realm Reborn. They were always encouraging themselves to what lay beyond that horizon. And so when they finally hit Heavensward, you know, he was talking about how it kind of paved the way for everything else that came after and that they pushed themselves just as hard mm -hmm. on that one. And they, you know, they were so exhausted and they were, they were so, so, so tired, but that they really wanted to make that something special. And then amidst all of this, he mentioned too, though, that there were narrative beats in the heavens where they didn't even get to flesh out in the way that they really wanted to. And one of the mm -hmm. ones that he brought up was the Nidhogg eye thing where Alphino just throws it into the, <laughs> like, into the ditch. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, that's, you know, our story had some pitfalls in that. Like, obviously we got to that one and everybody online is like, he just threw, what? Why? <laughs> yeah. And he was talking about the fact that, you know, looking back on it now, there were parts in that process where they fell short, but that even so, Heavensward was so monumental to them um, in proving the success of the game and moving forward and that it was something yeah. they always had mm -hmm. in mind. And I thought that was I, a really I still get thought. chills just watching that initial teaser trailer. Thinking yes, about I was going to say, like... To this day, that is my favorite one that yeah. I've ever seen at a FanFest. I mean, and, and yeah. a lot of that, I think, comes from being a 1.0 player as well, right? I mean, because yeah. for the entirety of 1.0, you could go into Corthos and you're like, hey, look, there's a city over there. Can we, we can't go there yet. Okay. And then, like, the screen, like, fades. It's, like, white. And then it's, like, 
hey, here's the gates of judgment that go to that one place. And you're like, yeah. And then if you're a dragoon <laughs> player, they're like, here's a shitload of dragoons. And you're like, yeah. And it was, just, exactly. it was a great, it was a great trailer. Great trailer. <laughs> Would recommend. Um, <laughs> the music. Oh. Yep. So good. Uh, okay. So <laughs> now we're going to jump into there the There was live. a live letter you gave me. a live letter. Yeah. Can I just say that I really, you said you guys, but it really sounded like That's, you gays. And I was yep. like, it's me. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gays, let's talk about the live letter. <laughs> By the way, happy day late, trans day of visibility. No, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Hell yes. I hope that's... your beautiful faces and bodies were visible in a not naked way or naked way, however you You're want choosing. to do it. In a way of your choosing. You, no, you, yeah, you, that you, you do you. are valid. You're An appropriate amazing. way. How about that? That's the word <laughs> yeah. I want. I hope that you put that Tom Berry outfit on with pride. Yeah. <laughs> Giant it whatever color you wanted. Mm-hmm. No, but really, especially given everything that's been happening. And yeah. Keep fighting mm-hmm. the good fight. Beautiful friends. We see you. We love you. Um, so yeah, let's go, gays. Let's do the live letter. Let's go, gays. Uh, all right, so uh, before we get to patch 6.4, we got a little mm-hmm. little patch, little patch. Uh, 6.38, yep. it's, it's this week. It's happening, uh, April 4th. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to remove the weekly restriction on Pandemonium Abyssos. Uh, there will be some PvP adjustments. Uh, the new season for Crystalline Conflict will start. So if you haven't like done your stuff yet, uh, do it right right now. Right this Literally. second, go do it. You won't have enough time, but go do it. Don't we? Uh, don't we still have like months and months after this to get the rewards? Yes, yeah, somebody to, did to actually get the rewards, but you need that. to make that progress. So, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Just do to... one front line a day. Mm-hmm. Front line, or be counts. like me and just binge a ton of crystalline conflict. I, I, I won't lie, so you, you were who I was thinking of when I was like, if you want stuff, like go go do it. You'll, mm-hmm. you'll get two ranks, two ranks in front of your, your dragon. I learned my lesson. Yeah. <laughs> I learned my lesson after that terrible day when I fell short of getting my dragon mount. Yeah. I've never been the same since, and I will never happen again. <laughs> it will never happen again. I could tell. I could tell. Just ever since that happened, you've just been such a different person. Mm. I just completely. I won't lie. I pride myself on not getting emotionally devastated about video games. You know, I feel mm. like I've mm. I've come to the point where I have matured in my MMO journey to mm. where I can mostly separate. You know, and I'm like, oh, if I didn't get the thing, that's fine. It was like the freshest reminder of the deeply connected emotional agony <laughs> that I once felt in games mm-hmm. when I fell short of that dragon out. I cried. I'm not gonna even lie. <laughs> I walked out of the room and I was like I played Crystalline Conflict for 13 hours today. And Bebop was like, you got them out? And I went, no. <laughs> I was two ranks short. <laughs> I just started crying. There was a lot happening at that time. Sure. But it's never going to happen again. No. Nope. So, yeah, I already got my armor like three days into this season. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. It's never going to happen again. Me, PvP. You had, a, you, had a, you had a front load at 13 <laughs> hours a day. Yeah. 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 Whew. Um, and then also there's going to be that NA data, uh, data center hardware replacement. So we might see mm-hmm. potentially a little bit longer of a maintenance for that. Um, yeah. 24 so. hours. 
Yes. Also, yeah. this is a weird little note from the live letter, but I encourage everyone that while watching the live letter or watching it with friends, encourage people to read what's on the slides because I saw so many people in the chat that <laughs> I think just came out to have a bad time. Sure, who yeah. were just like, next major patch, what Square Enix considers to be content, PvP adjustments, weekly restriction mm -hmm. removed. And it was because everybody... Like that was saying that had not read the slide to realize that this was patch 6.38, not patch 6.4. So just read the slide. It's a little, mm -hmm. it's a little patch. It's not our big yeah, patch. It's, it's, it's the tough. baby patch. I know. Yeah. This is an, it's, it's a nothing patch. Like it, it's just, it's, it's like, here's some whatever. Unlocking Open Savage. mouth. You insert know. Insert foot. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. But if you want the good stuff. Patch 6.4, the Dark Throne. The Dark Throne. Mm -hmm. The Dark Throne. Mm -hmm. Not, yeah, I wonder what color the Dark Throne is. Probably like a black, maybe like a dark, dark purple. 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 Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Light blue. Yeah. It's, not rose, it's not rose gold or like like white. I can tell you that. Just, just going <laughs> off the title. It could be rose gold. It's not, it's not really a, a Dark Throne then. Is it? Violet gold. Violet gold. Ooh. Mm. I, like, I like that. That's nice. Uh, and that'll be coming late. May. Yeah. So Estimates not... right now are like, I think people are saying the 23rd or something. I'd have to double check that. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah. 23rd is theoretically what people are thinking. We'll see with the timing of the next live letter because usually that's then like we'll 14 have days. Yeah. 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 And yeah, they'll give it to us anyway, but probably the 23rd. Probably. Yep. I uh, will say, I. Hmm. This is not, this is again, we've had good content and there's a lot, but a lot of good stuff. So, mm -hmm. not to sound complainy, but I You're don't know. You're never satisfied. I know. I'm feeling, I'm feeling that four month cadence. I didn't mm -hmm. even realize Sorry. how internalized, like to the point where subconsciously I don't even think about it. But like as I was logging in the last few weeks leading up to the live letter, I was literally going like, I could feel it subconsciously yeah. where I was like, it's time for a patch. It's time for a big patch, big <laughs> patches coming. And my like internal content clock has had me logging back into the game, running my roulettes, leveling up my characters. And I kept going like, why is this? And then when we had this live letter, there was a moment where I went, oh God, we have to wait another month. Right, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, Pain. it was rough. It was yeah. rough. It, it, is, it is something that I'm definitely feeling, but I'm excited about everything that they talked about for it coming up. And mm -hmm. we've got a little bit of time and, you know, get some stuff done, but I'm excited for May. <laughs> I mean, just, just, just do what Yoshida says. It's go go play some May. other games if you're bored with 14. I mean, there's, there's been a lot of good games coming. I can't. Mm -hmm. So, um, patch 6.4. I mean, we're going to, you know, the usual suspects here, right? We've got new MSQ. We've got further Hildebrand Don't Adventures. Don't you dare say new MSQ so dismissively. <laughs> We're getting the thing we've always gotten in a major patch in this next major patch. <laughs> Surprise. We're getting new MSQ. But here's the real question. With this MSQ, are they going to be able to top Zero's buns from the last patch? I think so. You think I so? think so. With yeah. what? Some other food? I don't know. Zero. He said, are they going to be able to top Zero's bun? With mm -hmm. That's why <laughs> I said some other food. <laughs> <laughs> I was keeping it PG. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I hey, guys. 
We're all going to be doing the MSQ, and we're just like, who's this random Midlander Hume that's just attached to Zero? Hume. That's Rook. She's so good. Look, there is a reason that the only other t-shirt besides the FanFest Rave t-shirt that I ordered was the Zero t-shirt mm. I, I i look yeah. i liked the i liked the mommy the mommy heidelin shirt but mm -hmm. it didn't catch the vibe for me yeah, from sure. her that okay. i like really want to that ethereal glowing it's a little more like i don't know kind of rock which is cool too i mm. you know it's fine but i it's that zero shirt mm -hmm. yeah that zero shirt went directly into my cart um i mm. am excited about this i felt like the last patch was really good zero's buttons 15 out mm -hmm. of 10 would top again 110 percent <laughs> but i would you say you you would take your face and put it between the two halves of the buns and just take a i would let it get steamy up in there yes absolutely mm -hmm. Zenitra, i would 100 steam those buns um but but all of this inappropriate metaphor aside <sighs> i suddenly become very aware and embarrassed of myself but regret nothing truly no um i feel like the last story kind of beat was kind of our like ramp up to big exciting thing which yeah. makes sense because obviously yeah. we've gotten through you know the setup with the fiends up to this point mm -hmm. and there's been so much discussion about you know did Golbez consume the shard that's in would have been on that particular version mm -hmm. of the moon and are we going to go so to me I'm like I'm ready to jump back into the void I'm ready to confront whatever Golbez has in store whether or not you know it's that he's fused with Zodiac or he's a shard of his M or he's whatever it is i don't mm -hmm. care i'm ready for it and i think it's gonna be an exciting patch where the action is at the forefront right. so yeah that was that was one of the big the big surprises with i mean yes and no right because all of the the 6.x patches so far they're like yeah there's msq here's like a screenshot there's a trial question mark i yeah. wonder what it'll be but this one they're like uh it's Golbez. <laughs> Yeah, like I, obviously you're fighting. I us. do not trust them in any way, shape, or form. The only reason that they would tell mm -hmm. us that mm -hmm. is because it is not important to tell us that. Red yeah, herring. it's not important to tell us that. You know that we're gonna fight Golbet, but what happens afterwards? Do we actually defeat him? We don't have to. Mm, there's a lot of talk about zero miss. It's it, yeah. it could be oh, it could yeah. be a, it could be a two phase thing, right? It's it's Ruby weapon. You, you fight, mm -hmm. you fight him. He's got weird feet, and then all of a sudden. Yep. Nail Vandarnas just busts out of it. Mm. Stop it. Stop. No. Or do. That's fine, actually. <laughs> ruby just, weapon. Just feet. no ruby feet. Just no ruby feet. That's feet. what we're saying. Stop to. <laughs> and okay, she's this gone. Is, this is so disconnected from anything. But uh -huh. I was running an alliance raid the other night, and we got. Is it Orbone that has the. Um, the oh, bridge at the beginning? No, no, no. Shooter guy. Sniper guy. Yeah. We walked in and somebody said, be sure after the fight to take his feet with you. And I was like, what? And then somebody in the Alliance raid went, his feet are guns. What do we do with it? It's <laughs> <laughs> like a whole running joke throughout the entirety of the, the whole fight where everybody was talking about what to do with foot guns. And mm -hmm. like how machinists were like, oh, new upgrade, new special ability. I was gonna say Bayonetta's over here, yeah. like, um, hello, hello. So yeah, or, next expansion, or, uh, machinist get foot guns. What was the what was I'm the down. name of the the girl in uh, in Planet Terror? She had like the machine gun foot, like that was a oh, thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah, like this isn't yeah. new. <laughs> I mean, machinists do spins and flips. You just put a gun on your foot. Yeah, it's it's fine. 
It just was one of those moments where even years mm. and years into playing this game, somebody will say something in chat and I will go, I love this weird community. Keep on keeping <laughs> on, you beautiful people. I didn't even think about his gum feet, but now that's the only thing I'm going to think would, about. How would you fire it? Would you like have to like, I'm, I'm thinking like weird yoga poses while you're flipping where you got to like reach down and like try and pull the, tr that sounds impractical. Sorry, that, was, that had nothing to do with anything except for feet. <laughs> yeah. So that's Which fine. is fine, apparently, yeah. My mind is His going name. to such dark places like, right now with other things. I need to. Yeah, I feel like I should be here now. Yeah, right. I think this is this is probably. Okay. Yeah, get on the billboard. Mm -hmm. yeah. Get on there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perfect. I love the okay, little so... flip transition. That was great. Very yeah. George Lucas yeah. of you. Very special oh, edition. Really nice. Yeah. You have no idea. It's great. So Tatar's grand endeavor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is cool um, because Tatar's grand endeavor quest has been really cool with kind of going back and revisiting characters. Um, it's like the first one we did Sky Pirates. The second one we went to Kugane, and there was mm -hmm. some 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 very high amounts of shenanigans going on with the four lords. Uh, yep. This time we're going back to Turncliff, which is like super cool. Uh, we'll see it's guys. Really so, interesting. Yeah. So that's neat. I love that. Um, I love that this storyline is basically like Tatar was very helpful, but very much in the background for the entirety mm -hmm. of four expansions. Uh, let's make her a present. She got an acrylic stand. Come look, on. Like, it's look, great. We were starting off. The the signs were starting off. She's like, we need money. I'm going to go mine. Mm -hmm. I'm a level miner. She, she would do anything. so hard. Yeah. So we're going to make her something nice. Mm -hmm. She deserve it. She deserve mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And if you think we're going to get through that part without being, you know, emotionally traumatized by the sorrow of Verlet. After the fact, you're at your mind. They're going to do a little bit. Oh, yeah. I know no, it's a feel-good story, but that's not going to feel great. Oh, yeah. hey, welcome back. Remember when you helped to kill all of them? They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna come at you. They're going to grab, like, an ice pick and a hammer, and they're going to be like, mm. hey, welcome back. We're just going to get right back in that emotional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's interesting is that I would assume they are going to have a prerequisite for this that you have to do the weapon class. Mm -hmm. Probably. I think that, that would be my guess. I think that was said. They've, I'd have to double check. They've required check. that stuff with, so. with the previous one. So, I mean, it, it, makes, it makes sense. You can't do it narratively otherwise. Yeah, and I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that because those fights, it's kind of, it's funny for me mm. because I do really love, there were parts of those fights, like that first big twist reveal with Ruby Weapon, with oh, the, um, yeah, like there mm -hmm. were parts of those fights that I'm like, this was phenomenal, but the actual fights themselves have felt like they've kind of been a little forgettable for yeah. me to the side. But the actual highlight moments of those were really big, cool, exciting moments. So again, mm -hmm. I, it's very funny because I feel pretty evenly divided on them. But I will say that I think that storyline and the way it pans out and some of those final cutscene sequences and things really were some of the most nuanced, intricate, mm. gray area morality discussion of, mm -hmm. you know, it, it was so good. And I sobbed like a baby at the end. <laughs> so I really hope that if people missed those. Squish. Oh, I don't. <laughs> and the milk drinker, man. Like, oh, yes. Yep. Burn out the bad. Burn out the bad. Yeah. There's a lot they of really good stuff. They have just in the the unofficial translations. They just say if you haven't done it yet, take the time to play it. So it's not required. Take the time. Don't don't rush through it and skip cutscenes so you can do yes, Tatar's do grand endeavor. Watch don't the cutscenes. Do, do the quest. Like experience the quest line. 
It's so good. It's so good. Mm -hmm. um, we'll also get uh, a new the new dungeon, obviously, right? With with the MSQ, we'll get a new dungeon. Uh, this one looks really interesting. It's called the yeah. Aether font. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm definitely getting, like, outdoorsy, like, Holebreaker meets Anti-Tower vibes mm -hmm. from it. Yeah. There's some, like, Charlian-esque architecture. You're like, are you near old Charlian? Or it's, I'm well, sorry. So the, it's, it's on an yeah. island and there's, yeah, there are polar bears. I mean, if they ever mm -hmm. wanted to do a Coca-Cola collab, this is it. Um, so it's got to be towards the north where old Charlian yeah, is. It's got to be up there. The, it, it's like this yeah. big burst of aether where it looks like it cracked through the land and stuff. And then mm -hmm. there's like, like, a, like they Charlian set up like a station there to monitor or something. So that yeah. already like makes me think of like anti-tower. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see what they do with this i think it's gonna be really cool it looks uh, gorgeous they showed a yeah. couple shots in the yeah. live letter where i was just like okay what are all of these yes. things i'm like i'm mm. like i don't know what this is it looks like a telescope and or a cannon that we're gonna shoot out of i'm not sure yet <laughs> yeah we'll see i yes. still wish and i don't know if they're ever gonna rework this in i i doubt it but i really wish that they were doing two dungeons per patch especially with this yeah. longer cadence but yes. I will say that when you see a design like this and you see something that gets your mind going and you're so curious about it and it looks beautiful and interesting, I mean, that still really does it for me as somebody who really enjoys dungeon content. So I'm excited to see what the kind of story of this will be. Well, on, on, the, on the other side of that, though, with patch 6.45, again, uh, backtrack to a little bit, uh, mm -hmm. Hildebrand is also 6.45, Splendor's Tool is 6.45. Uh, yeah. 6.45 will also have the new Criterion dungeon, which mm -hmm. boy, did we get that wrong. <laughs> yeah, we were completely wrong. <laughs> we're like, man, we got Silda, we're gonna do like Gamora, we're gonna do like all these angels, and they're like, yeah, so like, here's this, this like far eastern bit, it's called Mount Rockin'. Oh, <laughs> okay. I, I don't think any of us had that on our bingo card. <laughs> yeah, Mount Rokan was not on my bingo card. No I was completely surprised by this. It makes me wonder if instead, there, there's like two possibilities here, right? Either they're just picking any little side story, mm -hmm. extra lore thing that they think would be interesting and kind of putting them in, or they're doing something. Well, I guess it couldn't just be X Pack specific because if we were going linearly, we would have hit something from Heavensward next. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. I don't know, but I love it. I love the design of it. I love the yeah. idea of it. Getting to see Hien again and mm -hmm. to also touch base with, I can't remember his name right now. Gosetsu. 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 Yeah. 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 I I want to see, like, is this going to delve into more of what Gosetsu is doing now? Like mm -hmm. the Onyoji stuff that he's doing or like Geomancer or like what, what history is this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't I'm, wait to see I'm that. Curious to say, I, you know, and, and I hope to like. I know for for me with the original one, like, like so the like you walk around like not a moment. It's like hell yeah, like this is my thing. Yeah, but I I did get tired of it pretty quick. Like I never actually went and finished all the routes. Like I finished a good <laughs> chunk of them. Right? It's like whoa, there's like a secret boss, and like that's cool. And I did a good chunk of it, but it got to a point where I was just kind of like, eh. And lore I don't, is a great reward, but it's not an enduring reward. Yeah, I, that's you know, the issue. And I don't, I don't know if it's just because it's like a separate queue menu. Like if mm -hmm. this was just like they would shove these into like a, a leveling roulette or something. If if maybe that would be a little more exciting. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I love I, it. I, yeah. We're both talking about it, and meanwhile, Zed and I are over here like, 
our faces are taking a journey. <laughs> yeah. It's for me, like, yeah, I wanted to do it. I didn't have time. And now it's like, I will go back to it. But what will I get? Mm-hmm. And Wait. I just happiness. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, I was no, gonna say. Uh, I don't know if I want. Sleep. I don't know if I want joy and happiness joy. and that and that when you, kind of tone. When you did your runs, Rook, you you wanted no spoilers. You wanted to just figure it out based on. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Yes, I am also. I you're okay. Both of your opinions are totally valid because that is something like that kind of play experience, that kind of engagement to content. Mm -hmm. I mean. It, obviously, there are different draws there, and I think there is a whole portion of the player base that's going to feel very similar. I'm, I'm glad that you said now. that our opinions are valid, because some of those looks we were getting, I feel like... <laughs> hmm. oh, I don't even ever have faces up. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 I'm teasing. It is, they are valid, and I want, I want to state that. But I will say that me, this was like the perfect incentivizer for me. Mm -hmm. Now... Do I agree, though, that the rewards for something like the Savage difficulty did not incentivize yeah. me to immediately pursue doing that? Although I genuinely really want to. I just, like, didn't have a group and I didn't, you know. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. The rewards for the Savage version, the, the harder version, mm -hmm. um, weren't incentivizing in and of themselves. But I genuinely had so much fun with these. I had so much fun. I love little exploratory puzzle riddle thingies. I grew up playing games like Myst. I, you know, if sure. I can go through, if I can go through a dungeony area in a setting that I'm really fascinated by and then try to put together all sorts of little things like, okay, now look at all the environment. What do we see? That banner has a grape. That banner has... A flame. Did mm -hmm. you know that in the lore and history of Ulda, this is what that meant? And this was the, and this ties into that. And did you know that this thing, and that's why there's zombies if you do that. And that's why Hildebrand is a zombie. And like, I genuinely, it was like content made for me. I sat down with stream. I was like, if you spoil me, death will come to you <laughs> swiftly. And I just like, I went through every single path did all the secret things i had so much fun so for players like me i loved it <laughs> i get that I, i'm it's in just... the same you Go got okay. no because you you agree with her and i don't so okay well i'm, <laughs> I'm in the same boat i i mm. haven't finished it and the only reason is mm -hmm. i want to rp through finding all of these different mm. thinking about okay and i've not yeah hi okay <laughs> i haven't <laughs> Bring me with you. Okay. So I haven't put together uh, a group of people who wants to do that yet. Okay. But that that's the thing I want to do. I've yeah. done a couple of them. They're really fun. It's really fun to like be like, I don't know what's going on here, but that is a grape. And that's the thing I know about. Mm -hmm. I think so, with, yeah. with me, that's like I, I went decently hard on it for like the first week. But like as soon as I got like my, my weird little like detective coat and hat, I was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I think that that's. Like most people, like it's it sucks because, yeah, there's lore in it and mm -hmm. you want to go and do that. But you're expending time no matter what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Right. You are expending time to do this. Going blind expends more time. And that's perfectly fine for people who want to do that. Yeah. But the rewards, like. If you're going to go savage, like I'm talk not talking about normal, normal is great, like just go do it. But savage, like the time put in and figuring it out to what reward mm -hmm. like and it doesn't have to be like purely uh, transactional you know what i mean it's just mm -hmm. what else am i going to get out of the savage version i've got all the lore from the normal version yeah <clears throat> yeah as what am i gonna here, get 
we're we're discussing uh, mm-hmm. how this is kind of a niche thing. Yeah. Uh, I f- I was thinking the other day. Uh, I have personally hit a point where I feel like I've pretty much run out of things to do, even though we're mm. not necessarily getting less content than normal. And I think mm. because we're talking about this now, maybe it's because the content that's been coming out is more directed at certain types of players that mm-hmm. enjoy different things, sure. which is a yeah, good thing great. because yeah. because there are players like Rook and I who are like, hell yeah, give me the lore dungeon. And then there are players who are like, I don't give a crap. Did I get a cool table? I, 100K, thank you. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Yeah. It's yeah. it's both a good and a bad thing, I think. Yeah. I think some of that too is that the types of content that they've used in the past historically to bridge those gaps, mm-hmm. because I think they're spot on, Zed, like such a good, concise way to put this. And I think that's a huge thing that we've had this kind of like niche target audience type things, which like you said is good because I think we need to expand outside of there just being casual, mm-hmm. hardcore niche and that being like a wash of just, that's it. There are so many different, points in between that right but i think a lot of the gameplay flow that would naturally bring players into stuff like this hasn't totally been integrated in such a way i think to give people more variety of freedom of what they want to engage with mm-hmm. but like the fact that the hildebrand step didn't make you run criterion dungeon is really weird to me doesn't make any sense Like, and the fact, like, it's like if you're having these other types of content in which there is content there that I think people would enjoy Mm -hmm. and that is technically combat content in certain areas, although once you get past the lore acquisition and stuff, you know, it, it, Mm -hmm. those dungeons are unique and interesting. Um, But I feel like some of the flow that ties that stuff together has been disconnected in such a way that unless you go out of your way to incentivize yourself to do Mm -hmm. something just because you want to just do that content there's not like a natural flow in this post patch cycle that's kind of just bringing you into it and um i was interested to see that with this next criterion dungeon they Mm -hmm. listed three tiers of difficulty right yeah am i wrong okay i thought they did the normal the middle and then the savage equivalent and we only had two with the previous one. Am I misremembering? No, no. Was it, it, it was still three. Because oh. there's the normal story mode, there's the slightly harder criterion, and then there's a savage where you cannot die. Yeah, period. there's a variant criterion oh. and criterion yeah. savage. And that's part of this whole thing. It's like, it's confusing because it's this other, yeah. you know, like. Which one am I doing? Yeah. And what yeah. gives you what? And, yeah. you know, like, Maybe what? It's like too much detail. It's like when you're looking at a menu and it's 17 pages long and you're like, how am I supposed to pick one thing I want to eat off of this? Yeah. Yeah. And when there's not incentives for the higher tiers yeah. directly like rolling you into it, I think that that yeah. does cause a stumbling block. I still genuinely want to go in and do those other tiers. But as you can mm. tell, there wasn't like a natural flow for there me to be incentivized to do it. So yeah. I went hard on all the normal, got every single entry, all of the you know pathways unlocked. Mm-hmm. But then beyond that, there wasn't something that was bringing together those different types of group and players where, you know, those of you who are my friends that do that kind of endgame content were incentivized to want to do it. And then I was coming in like, I want to do this forever. And then I wanted to come in and do it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think there's just kind of a disconnect. Yeah. So um, we are also support for a storm. Yep. So uh, I skip a doodle. we, We actually we did. We did skip a doodle. Uh, but that's fine. We'll go back. Um, so mm-hmm. duty support for Stormblood is going to be added. It's, it's almost like they tagged this with with the yeah. given starter <laughs> yeah. edition people, Stormblood and support. And 
Um, so we'll have duty support for Stormblood stuff. Oh, so that's going to include Siren <laughs> Song C, Bardem's Metal, Doma Castle, Cast from Abania, and Alamigo. Um, also with uh, 6.4, we're going to get Pandemonium Anabaseos. Yeah, I think, yeah. I, I, Which I, is a cool word. I, I worked cool that word. one a few times. I was like, Anabaseos is the one I feel most comfortable with. Um, Anabaseos? <laughs> it's like... I, the only word that I can find Anabasis? is anabasis. Exactly. I was or anabasis. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, mm. you know, which is a journey and like a march from the exterior to the interior of a place, which, which I love. makes a lot of sense. Yes. Yeah. Because Military where did we stop thing? last time? Mm hmm. The ethereal mm -hmm. sea. Yeah. You're starting at yep. the coast of something in March. Yep. I actually forgot about that. Yeah. That was a thing. Yeah. That, was a thing yep. that happened. Yeah. That was yeah. a thing. And of course, uh, just like last time, Savage will be released one week after. So, which is great. I'm glad they're still doing that. Plenty of time. Yeah, no, that's that's a great. This raid imagery yeah. has my brain just working overtime. Mm -hmm. They showed some pictures, and I'm over here just like, what is happening? What is happening? Well, definitely yeah. in the ethereal sea, some sort of entity who very reminiscent to me of like jujutsu kaisen design sure, yeah. i've mm -hmm. seen people like reference you know like a sin eater perhaps the first thing that jumped mm -hmm. into my mind was the the hand eyeball dude from pan's labyrinth yeah sure yeah. Was what, that was the, that was what it was yeah i thought warframe warframe i saw warframe. a lot of people say warframe too yeah. yes totally and that's one of the things i love about warframe's designs they have this like gorgeous oh they're so cool like honestly one of the reasons to just even look up things about the game even if you never play it although it mm -hmm. is free to play but like there's this incredible art style where you get this yeah. almost like um biotechnological fusion exaggeration of organic form like it's so cool and then, like I mixed with legends it. and fairies mm -hmm. and animals <laughs> yeah it's good it's cool. good and then we got to see this imagery of some kind of tree of yeah. tree, tree of life, tree. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know what this might be. Uh, it's Athena. Tree? I think it's Athena. You think it's just Athena? I think it's oh, just maybe Athena. it's where she's. You know what? You know what they often do with bad guys? They mm. trap them in trees. It's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. It really feels to me like a very Genova-esque mm. idea of something attaching itself to the source of the world and trying to use it is what it, it gets me like so who's gonna go in and rip the head off of genova right. the, the seeds of evil have sprouted right. yeah. oh, those, those, tree, right? those darn Ooh. evil seeds <laughs> yeah um i don't know that's the only thing i can think of I'm excited. I'm, I am genuinely excited. I don't know yet how I'm going to approach it all, but the story's been really good mm. and normal. I'm going to be powering through as soon yep. as it releases. So, and yep. whatever the gear sets will be. I'm Joe. curious. Like we, you know, yeah. we, we, we've, we've both praised and unpraised. <laughs> praised <laughs> with, and unpraised. They've been yeah. so different. We were, we, too. we, we like were excited. We were originally set. excited. And then we were like, oh, I don't know. But like we had the, all the different like kind of glowy stuff on the armor. We mm -hmm. hadn't had that before. Um, so I'm really curious now that they've done that, what they've going to look like, what, what they've gotten from feedback and like what, what they're going to do with the next set, because mm -hmm. like, I thought it was cool, but then, you know, like I've said, it just looked like I was in any cutscene I did with that, that body piece on the big circle. It looked like I was coming out of like a portal or something like I was BFFs <laughs> with Dr. Strange. It was really weird. <laughs> 
So like maybe maybe you don't want to be BFS with Doctor Strange. I mean I mean sure, but like it's just it's just a it's a circle. Like it's a, <laughs> it's the most uninspired of we're just gonna add a circle on the back. And it I wish that they would do a toggle thing for gear outside of headpieces. Mm, sure, where, yeah. Where especially yeah. if they start doing more of these mm-hmm. like special effect sets, which I think is a great idea. Yeah. But I would love it if when you clicked on that chest piece or whatever that little toggle that you have. Um, that you can use to like up or down visors or stuff like that. Yeah. I wish that you could hit that and it would just like remove the special I effect. I don't know if they would mm-hmm. do that though, because part of that gear, right? Obviously, like normal raids is kind of whatever, right? It, but it's that that kind of like prestige of like I did the raid, I have this gear. I don't think mm-hmm. they want to like take that away potentially, right? By doing, but I, I I don't know. Yeah, it's also not a terrible. We will idea, see. So we'll see. Next slide. I mm-hmm. have a, a friend who put that armor on a a dummy. Mm-hmm. And put it at the exit to their house, mm-hmm. like behind mm-hmm. the wall, so it did actually look like a portal. Yeah, cool. seriously, it's just this is a glowing so cool. Um, we're also gonna get job adjustments. That's it. That's all they said. That's that's all mm-hmm. we got. Um, did we did we mention Unreal? I don't know if we did. I don't think so. Uh, no, Zervin. Mm-hmm. Zervin is the, Zervin. The, the Unreal trial. Uh, Skip we're sore. Be, yep. Skip sore. <laughs> Skip sore. <laughs> that's all you got to say. We never even saw sore. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky. Yeah. I I just I I've missed the birthday cake reveal that is Zervin. Mm. Yeah, he's yeah. he's in the cake. He pops out, and then you go find I, him down there. He goes, "Happy birthday!" I have, mm. I have friends who told me like. to my to my digital face, "I will never do Zervin again. You can't beat <laughs> yep. me." <laughs> yeah, I have heard that a whole lot. At mm. least at least two or three. Yeah. Oh, wow. I never. Hold on. I'm thinking. I did, I farmed a ton of Sephiroth mm. and Sophia. I guess I must, no, you know what? I'm totally wrong. I must have farmed Sephiroth as well at the time. Zervin. Because I, sorry, sorry, yeah, uh, Zervin. Yeah. Because I, I did get the mount from all of that. So I must have done it. I don't know why I don't remember it. I remember the other two more, maybe just because I like their designs. Or, or you, you did <laughs> it once, brain. got the mount, and then just pieced out for the yeah. rest of the You know, sometimes the human brain blocks out trauma to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm keep our our sanity so maybe yeah. that's, that's true oh maybe maybe i no joke want to go in and do sophia before it switches over to zervin because i unironically love that fight so i've been so go fight out friends out but like hey you want to mm-hmm. come do this with me and everybody's like sure i'll go die i'm like great <laughs> let's do it <laughs> it's fun uh, we'll also be getting some PvP updates. Uh, so PvP yep. Series 4 will begin. Season 7 of Crystalline Conflict will start. Um, they're going to do an adjustment to Frontline, which will add a new element yep. that displays match time and score. Um, they're going to adjust rules for Fields of Glory Shatter, and then they're just going to close down the Borderland Ruins Secure. They're just like, we don't need to... It'll be temporarily unavailable. Yeah. I'm not shutting it down It'll for good. Back. But it's... Yeah. it's yeah. They're going to do something. Who knows what? They're going to do stuff and things to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 6.45 Blue Mage update for all you Blue all right. Mages out there. I, 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 and to, to circle back, somebody asked earlier in the chat. We hadn't gotten there yet if I was excited. I, I, I know some people care. I am not one of them. I I haven't touched Blue Mage since like the initial Blue Mage like patch. We're like, hey, it's Blue Mage. And it was like the new thing. And everyone's like, okay, cool. We'll play around with it. And then that was it. I was just like, eh, like whatever. Um, but hey, for people that love blue, great. 
good for you. Uh, we're going from level 70 to 80. Uh, there's going to be new uh, spells, obviously. Uh, you'll get a new set of AF, and then they're going to add new enemies to the Masked Carnival. So mm -hmm. They showed it. off some of the really shiny, beautiful golden abilities from Innocence, which is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Blue Mage. I'm not. I... <laughs> You can I, come back, Charles. It's, you don't need to fade out into nothing. No. Else. You can come back. <laughs> He's going to be gone until they give him a new caster that he can Yeah, exactly. Play. Oh, um, <laughs> this right. is in protest. That's going to be a while. That's... I know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, uh. I don't hate Blue Mage. I know there are people that enjoy it. Yeah. I we've talked about it on the podcast before. You know, I is yeah. it something that incentivizes me, engages me, and that I actively pursue his content? No. But like sometimes if friends like Zanidra and Aldi, you know, are like level it up, we might do stuff. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that I do it. Or if I want to take a screenshot, or I want to use it <laughs> for RP. Yeah. Honestly, the, the or, if, or if I want to get a really that, great that yeah. post sightseeing spot in Kugane. Hey, that gear in the live letter yeah. looks cool. It, it looks be great. Like one set that we get. Yep, that you can't glamour on any other caster because Blue Mage is not a caster. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I don't know why they keep developing it. To be honest, I, I it's I it's grandfathered know. in at this point. They need to yeah. like it's there. They um, unless. They redo it into like a normal ass caster job, which is what it should have <laughs> yeah. been, uh, with maybe a little bit of like, okay, do some quests to unlock I, the, the normal rotation spells. Like it's just it they're they're stuck with it now. They have to just yeah. keep it going. I love the idea of it, but there's just something about the execution that it just it does not I I guess it's only because it's it's not a real job. You cannot use it anywhere. Yeah. with normal, you know, like things. And it just irritates the crap out of me. It's it's like it's like the entire job. It feels like one of those games where it's like you have the ultimate weapon. Cool. I've already played everything else. Like the only reason to play Blue Mage is to play Blue Mage. Like, yes. you're like I'm going to play Blue Mage to get spells, I think... which I then use uh -huh. when I play Blue Mage to get other spells. <laughs> like, but, but that's that's also uh, regular rating rotation. I do raid to get gear so that I can. Yeah, but that's fine. It is, and I think <laughs> no, I think this is this is this is another. Oh wow, this is another uh, case of some people really like Blue Mage. Yeah, yeah, and, and and they have the stats behind it. So as mm -hmm. long as they see that people are still enough, people are still doing it yeah. and enjoy it theoretically, then mm -hmm. they will probably not phase it out. Yeah, I'm glad that they're continuing it. That's good. The I challenge imagine it's is also. Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. Oh no! You know the challenge is going to be doing Eden. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but like for me, Blue Mage, Blue Mage is content that people take seriously, but then don't. And it like that is what really gets me. Like it's harder than normal. It is, but it's also Lawler skates. Hey, we're just having fun, and I'm just like, oh god, no. It, <laughs> that's what really gets me. God, that's a word I haven't heard in years. Lawler yeah, skates. Yeah. Wow. first, I'm gonna bring it back. I actually love that you said that, Aldino, because yes, 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 yes. So, what just jumped into my mind was a comparison to. I think everything we've been talking about is really interesting. Comparison mm -hmm. to Guild Wars Two, a kind yeah. of unique comparison here, which mm -hmm. is that in Guild Wars Two there is underwater combat. In underwater combat, you have a different set of weapons, you have a different set of skills, and every, pretty much every person I've ever spoken to about it might like the idea that underwater combat exists, yeah. but complain endlessly about the execution of it. 
Mm -hmm. And the fact, I think the big thing that the community has kind of eventually distilled this down to is the fact that because you spend such a generally short amount of time ever engaging with the underwater content, there is a, a gap between your fundamental understanding of like, how that functions. So you go underwater and you're like, oh, I don't know. And you just smash all of your keys. And there's not really like tons of quests or stuff underwater. Like there are mm -hmm. events. They, I mean, they, they try to integrate it into the world. I think even more so than Blue Mage is integrated into the world. But oh, yeah. there is this disconnect. And so when people ask, would we want an underwater raid? Would we want a whole expansion set underwater? Would we want all these things? People are like, no, absolutely not. Are you kidding yeah, me? Like, Mm -hmm. There used to be underwater PvP in certain maps where, yep. like, you'd, you'd go underwater, but everybody avoided it like the plague. They hated it unless you were trying to do some little stealth thing or, like, trick people into something. And I had never put together the problems with that system with Blue Mage because what you just said, I think, hit the nail so much on the head for me where it's, like, it sells itself as fun little side content. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to play it yourself to do the challenges solo in the Blue Mage, you know, stuff, that's one thing that you're going for. You're trying to figure out that little puzzle. You're trying to figure, mm -hmm. you know, figure out mm -hmm. what you need to do, and then you're going to nail that for that challenge. If you're doing it with a group, oftentimes people kind of are like, I don't know, it'd be fun. Let's just like do it. We haven't done it, so let's go. And then if you get into something like the end game challenges <laughs> of it, there is this additional interesting challenge where like, yes, you need to look at these rotations. You need to have the specific gear. You need to do these, these kind of things because the way you approach this fight is going to be massively different. But even when we ran it, it was like the whole time my brain was fighting against fun, dumb content got ability from boss and why we die always <laughs> and can't clear fight. I, and it was this like constant back and forth where it did not feel satisfying. It felt like I was grumpy about, not like grumpy because I, I wanted mm -hmm. to try and tackle it. And I was having fun with everybody, but like my brain was constantly struggling against these two things. And I think it's similar to that discrepancy with Guild Wars 2, where you might have a system that on principle is interesting or could be delved into, but because it's so situational and it's so vastly different from how you hone your skills in every other class, mm -hmm. it creates this friction when you try to do it. I, does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. that's exactly what I feel about it. Like, I would love to get into it and to do those hard challenges, but it's like, it's, it's like, it's a joke job. Right. And so people approach it that way. But it is definitely not when you're trying to do these yeah. challenges. Well, and it just mm -hmm. makes this I'm going to tell you a secret. Uh, the reason I like to hear heal here, heal mm -hmm. in uh, the Savage Blue Maid content mm -hmm. is because I don't have to remember how to actually play Blue Mage. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Exactly. You just yeah. press button. Well, and, and that's the yeah. thing, too. And, and, you know, and I've said it before. I argue that Blue Mage isn't a job. It's content. Yeah. Right. If it yeah. was a job, it, it would is. be it would be a job like every other job. Like it would be you would take it on yeah. content that like you're actively doing, but it's not. It's just it's a job. Yeah. It's it's content designed disguised as a job, um, <laughs> and it's I it's not yeah. for me. And that's fine. And I'm Some glad that they're it. still doing it. I'm glad that they I... still update it. But I'm also glad that it isn't more than what it is because yeah. I don't want them to spend time on it. Yeah, that's just me. Yeah. I, no. That's actually what I was going to say earlier mm. is because of the way, especially the final savage content is, they, yeah. they have to do diddly squat to make that workable for Blue mm -hmm. Mage. And that's why it's 
such easy content for them to keep doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every now and then they're like, ah, I guess you got a higher level, didn't you? Here's like, I don't know, 10 more spells, I guess. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Are we done with Blue Mage? Ocean fishing. Ocean fishing. I've been done with Blue Mage for me, years. Me, I don't know. <gasps> oh, well, that's the wrong button. Oh my god. Hold on. Ocean wow. fishing this is busting through. Uh, I just, okay, there we go. No, it's, it was just me. Don't worry about it. I love that you have all of these. It's wonderful. What? Um, what are you talking about? The, the You know, the, the your little animation things. That you got your, there was a what? What? There was an animation thing. Huh? I oh, literally heard in my head as that happened, and I don't even know. I think this is the right music. I'm not sure, but as I saw it, I heard it in my head. Bum, 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 I did too. I did too. Yep. It, it got me. It got me for a second because anytime I just see like a, a tear in the sky, my brain immediately yeah. goes to X death, and just how oh, sure like, I should have uh, like the weird like yeah. yeah. Anyway, next time. Space Ooh. vagina. Space vagina peekaboo. He's just like hello. That's what happened. That's yeah. That's so there's going to be a new route to Kugane with ocean fishing. Yeah, this is oh, yeah. this is funny because uh, we're like, hey, ocean fishing, Kugane. I'm like, but hold on, in the world of Final Fantasy 14, doesn't it take like days to get over to Kugane? <laughs> it says, from it says towards Kugane. And, well, no, I no, haven't actually, went out for an hour. You're actually in Kugane, like you're in the Ruby Sea. You can like oh. see the mountain. It's a three-hour tour. And and Yoshida was basically like, yo, this is a fantasy game, just go with it. <laughs> oh, didn't he actually say that? I was wondering if they would make like a new spot to queue into ocean fishing in Kugane or Ruby Sea or something. I think I think they're under the the, the idea of like just just it's a game, just go with it, whatever. <laughs> and you well, know, that what? would make more sense. It would be Fair. less convenient. Fair. <laughs> I'll let yeah. it I'll let it slide. Yeah. Uh, but but they could have done something cool with this where you have the timer for ocean fishing that happens in um, Limsa. Limsa. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, what, every two oh, hours or something? Oh, my God. If they use yeah. it they so could've... you could always do it on the hour, that would be so yes. good. Yes. So that you would have, like, the locations around Limsa. And then they'd yeah. have, they'd, like, expand out on ocean fishing they routes that it. were yeah. in the region of the Far East. And then yeah. you could jump between on the hour. I wish they would do that's that. So I don't think good. they're going I love to. It. But Square, if I, you're I, listening. I think they'll consider it. That's okay. Do, I think that's do that. pretty solid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any, any in-game thing where you have to, like, wait for something is, like, it's such a dated game Time. design no, it's... thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's like, it's like airships and boat rides in 11 where it's like you have to wait for the boat to show up then you have to ride the boat for 10 minutes to get to the deck like it's just it's i honestly wish that we still had the slow boat rides but you could like skip it if you wanted to yeah sure yeah they were were really fun to rp on yeah they're Mm. cool yeah um so speaking of sea things like islands Mm -hmm. well done oh wow Beautiful transition. Don't even don't tell me it was good, you guys. It was bad. Best transition I've ever seen. Yeah, this is real bad. Uh, This is good. There's there's some cool stuff in here. Um, So Island Sanctuary updates. We knew we'd be getting these at some point. Um, There's gonna be new ranks and divisions. Uh, There will be Mm -hmm. new a new gathering area in the wild. So a new part of the the map is gonna open up or be added. I guess. Uh, Yeah. New construction plots in the hideaway, so you can build more things, which is great because. It's yes. hard when you like look at all the things that you can build. You're like, look, I can either give my mammoths a spa, or I could build a lighthouse so that ships don't crash. And you're like, eh, mm-hmm. I don't know. You're like weighing between the two. Um, both. You, both. I mean, you I don't have, need a treehouse. I have both. <laughs> I mean, but like treehouses are fun though. Yeah. No, it's cool though, man. Yeah. Um, so it's cool that they're going to add more for that. 
Um, they're going to have new item rewards, um, new materials, crafting items, crops, animals, um, aisle works, handicrafts. One of the, the new animals. They, it was it was like Ziggy from Andy yeah. Tower. Little Spriggan with his giant ass rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love it. Excellent. I love that. Um, there will be new structures as well. Uh, they showed us like a clock tower, which was really cool. I yeah. thought it was like there weren't really any like walls on like the tower part. So you could see like the big swinging like yeah. pendulum in the middle. Like I thought that was really neat. Um, also. Yeah, the big deal. This this is this is kind of a big thing. It uh, is. You can now place up to 90 pieces of outdoor furniture near structures. On your island, mm-hmm. it's only yeah. outdoor furniture. Outdoor, yeah. furniture. outdoor furniture, and it excludes special furniture like striking I mean, dummies and gardens. I'm so I mean, mad that's about okay. striking dummy. I could care less that's about striking okay. dummies. The they one need, you said I was going to have for it. They, <laughs> they, they, they need to give people access to gardens that don't have a house. Yeah, that's flower too. pots yeah. are not that. the big brain move that they thought it was. No. Well, I mean, even with striking dummies, though. Right? Like, yep. you can find many of them out and about, yeah. but people do yeah. use them to work on rotations mm-hmm. and, like, figure out what they're doing with classes. So, yeah, I, I mean, I can't even complain about that. I'm going to throw any complaints in the garbage mm. because it's happening. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> furniture. You can put furniture in a place that's not a house that you might not mm-hmm. have. And if you had an apartment, you can get e- pretty easily, but you yeah. had no outdoor space to do outdoor mm-hmm. furnishings if you got them. So this is really exciting. And I feel like this is them just further stress testing the possible idea. Here's me on my hopium of having yeah. something like the Island Sanctuary becoming a true instanced housing yeah. equivalent for yeah, players. Right. I'm really excited about this. And it gives people more of a reason to go and actually visit and see how mm-hmm. other people's islands are unique. I, yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah, I mean, and... and- with with opening up like different um construction plots and stuff too because right now like i feel like when you talk about like the idea of like each person has like their own unique island i'm like is it though everybody like if you played the thing like you all have the same plots like you're probably Mm. gonna have the lighthouse at this spot because it just looks weird if you put it anywhere else like you're probably gonna have the same like paths glamour and the same like it's just it's there's not enough room to make it unique. And so this is a good mm-hmm. step to yeah, it's great. do that. Yeah. It'll, it'll add a lot of like extra flavor to it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's, if, if this works, okay. Like what does this mm-hmm. mean for the potential of instance housing, um, either on the Island or as a separate thing? It, yeah. <laughs> the idea of them having Island sanctuary and then turning that into instance housing is like, we introduced mannequins and you can do all this cool stuff with them that you don't need, but like here they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Hildebrand for the animation system. You want instance right? housing? Like okay. Okay, we'll give you instance housing, but first we need to make it a remote island where you can gather and level <laughs> up and mammoths and like <laughs> Yeah, let's just go this roundabout way first. Like, just 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 give us the simple part of it. It's fine. It's okay. Um but yeah, like I'm I'm excited to to jump in and check out all I, this new stuff. Sure. Not to put any negativity out there. Um yeah, do it. I am a little bit this sad sucks. we can't have some <laughs> indoor furnishings because we do have a little house there. What if I want to put yeah. an ice cream cone on my table, you guys? Yeah, you can't have no ice cream on an island sanctuary. You know how hot it is down there? I, can't. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if they'll let us put the furnishings you get from the island there. Um, are not, they outdoor like, furnishings? Some of them are, but some of them aren't. Well, the so, outdoor like, there's a there's a 
Yes, of course, but maybe a special case. I don't know. It seems crazy I... to get furniture from a place and not be able to use it there. My it's because they're completely different. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is just the way that they're coded. Yeah. Sure, but also I can't have my pina colada. What? Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Now, so so not to shit on it because it, it is a wonderful yeah. step in a great first, direction. First step, first step. Maybe maybe they'll yeah. right. This will lead to other better yeah. things. It's okay. Everything's gonna be okay. Mm. Um, and now we get into the most wonderful part: miscellaneous mm. updates. Read it really mm. fast. Read it in thirty seconds. Go go go. <laughs> Alligatone stones of comedy will be added. The max number of gear sets will be increased to one hundred, regardless of quest progression. Job icons will now be displayed to the chat log and on player nameplates. Chat log icons will only display within parties and alliances. The transaction fee for items sold on the market board can now be incorporated into their total price displayed under total. Glasses mm -hmm. and wing fashion accessories will now display when engaged in battle in the overworld. Ooh. Items stored in a variety of locations can now be selected when casting glamours in an in-room. Fairy glamours are now available to scholars. You can choose from Eos, Celine, or Carbuncle. Carbuncle. I'm sorry, one more time. One more, one more time, I'll to know. How do you feel about that? Woo. Woo. <laughs> Great. Woo. It's taken so long. He's My just, God. But just, it did happen, hey. He's just so, like, chilled and excited. Woo. Yeah. This Yay. is great. This is cool. But this does I mean, mean would, Carbuncle can turn so into Celine to answer, or to answer the, the question in chat, um, most of the time when you buy something off of the market board, especially if you're not buying it from a retainer that isn't the city that you're buying it from, it adds a little extra tax on. Mm -hmm. And you don't see that tax when you go bu to buy the, the piece of whatever you're buying. Um, it doesn't tell you until you click the thing, say buy, and it's like, are you sure you're going to pay a little extra? And you say, yeah, shut up and give me the thing. So um, uh, theoretically, you'll be able to have a function now where you just turn it on so you'll see tax It'll all the just, time and it show, won't You'll just you. see the, the max total, yeah. Taxes in my fantasy game? Mm -hmm. I don't <laughs> The job icon thing is funny because a long time ago they were like, yeah, you can't glamour caster stuff on a tank or vice versa because then you wouldn't know what job they are. Well, now I have a job icon. Can I do that now? I'm going to see, yeah, no, Look, let's see how ugly a face I can make about this, this? because I personally <laughs> mm -hmm. have been bitching about that for yep. a oh, long it, it ass is, time. It's 10,000% it's, it's valid. I mean, it's like the, the original argument, right, was like, mm -hmm. oh, well, if you have like a tank in robes, they won't look like a tank. So you may not know they're a tank. <laughs> and then they're like, also, here's here's a Tonberry outfit. You can dress up, yeah, you can dress up like a frog or a pig or something that doesn't look like any job. And it's just like a mascot. Um, and so that, I, I won't say excuse, but that reasoning or mm -hmm. rationale quickly was just thrown yeah. out of the window from like the tallest mm -hmm. tower. <laughs> like yeah. it doesn't make any sense. So let I, alone the classes that have a distinctive style that have been shoehorned into a yep. category of classes in which they oftentimes have gear that looks totally different from their style, mm -hmm. like dancer mm -hmm. or red mage, <laughs> yeah. like it's like, okay, I, you didn't want me initially to be a tank in robes, although I can be that. Mm. But also, you want me to be backflipping through the air with a rapier in a full, like, full-on church robes yeah. for something like Red Mage. Yeah, you so mean you can't also, do that in real life? I'm a dancer <laughs> wearing, like, a heavy chainmail duster type outfit here. Thanks. Mm. Yeah. That's very... Yep. Okay. It's it's mm -hmm. like that weight training, you know, in like animes when like they get ready yeah. for that big fight and they like take their shoes off, but like the shoes like weigh like ten thousand pounds, and you're Funk. like, oh no, yeah. he's gonna move so fast now. Like it's it's that, yeah. 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 I'm really yeah. impressed with your ability to read that entire paragraph and not trip up on a single word. Though, look, like, look, you told well me done. to do it, and I did it. Incredibly yeah. well done. It is. I am excited it? about glasses and wing fashion accessories. Yes, yes. that surprised that me. Was, that was good. 
I really hope they make it so that they are just persistent and you can take uh, them into instances. That because... part, no. No? Overworld only, they said, I believe. Yeah. No, I, no, I, no. Hope, yeah. They okay, okay. I hope they make it eventually. Yeah. But yeah. I was really surprised and, and excited by that because I think those accessories, if they're accessories, like, like, you use them. Mm -hmm. yeah. You use them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, for, for me... Right, I'm just I'm just trying to think out right now. Like, are there any like fight mechanics that like give you some kind of what 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 in this case would be considered like an accessory, like that traps sure. wings on you or something? Because in that in that Seven. particular case, that might be distracting mm -hmm. and impede mm. your progress. That being said, though, like. If it is, you could turn it off. Just turn it off. Yeah. So I yeah. yeah, I don't it's it's something something to consider depending on, you know, where they go with mm -hmm. fashion accessories, right? Depending on how complex Do and stuff. Do you have that a creepy get. wing on you um, or a snake head? Yeah. Which <laughs> one is it? Are you farting or burping? Yeah, it seems like they could do something where in those cases for like whatever the special animation would be, it would just like override whatever yeah. you had on with mm -hmm. the special Maybe. the special animation yeah. for the fight. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like um whenever you click um a menu of like if you have your umbrella out and it's raining you click the aetherite the umbrella disappears. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I it, I think it's for them right now. It's just one of those weird code things, right? Where it's mm -hmm. like, okay, how does this react and stuff? So, um, yeah. obviously they're they're getting there. I don't know if they'll take this one step further or not. Um, but yeah, like it's. But that's, that's it for today. That's that's we cool. did that's it. it. We, we did, did a podcast. It. We did a podcast. Woo! All right. of us. Right, all right of us. On, did. Right on time, <laughs> too. Us. Look at yeah. that. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Any any Anything else that we need to... Nope. Get? No. Just... Nope. Sends done. Oh, I mean, I'm wearing it right now, but there's a Final Fantasy XIV Puma yeah. crossover mm -hmm. that's happening. I love that they use the fat cat in the place of the Puma. It's very cute. <laughs> so cute. Uh, all right. Uh, if you want to find me on the internet... You can. Oh no! I I thought I had figured out all the technical stuff. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Whatever. We can it's see chat fine. on top of my stuff. <sighs> this stream and stuff. I swear. Uh, Twitter, <laughs> Twitch at Rafflederg, uh, and YouTube RaffleDergX. Uh, I've been actually streaming this week. Been playing a lot of RE4. So if you like RE4, that's probably if if you see me live, that's yep. what I'm doing. Leon. It's just, it's just that, <laughs> except not as mm -hmm. annoying now, thankfully. Uh, yeah. Zen, where can they find you? The internet is the place I sometimes reside. Uh, as you can find me on Twitter uh, as Zanidra underscore A. You can find me on Twitch and YouTube and with a southern accent, apparently, suddenly. Um, <laughs> as uh, Plus the word, one the number, shout the word. There are underscores between those numbers and words. You just go ahead and Twitch. throw them in there, you know, just wherever feels yeah. good and right. And, <laughs> and, and not on YouTube. I might <laughs> fix that soon. I looked at it the other day trying to figure out how to do that and youtube was like you're stupid you can't do this how do people even <laughs> youtube i don't understand this technology i don't understand that's it all right i'll do know where can they find you down here hi oh uh, no <laughs> what did you think i wasn't gonna do it I mean, am i even on screen right now yeah how, you're how, small. how long ago that was Oh my God. I have a lot of these. I just haven't pressed them. I thought today would be a great day. But anyway, you can find me here and only here. Literally right here. Is this A? Is this B? Uh, between B and You're two. You're kind of between B and two. Yeah. 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 Probably not where I'm supposed to be. I don't know this fight. Um, but yeah, here and plus the word. Won the number. Shot the word. Um, there's D&D. &D. There will be more D&D. &D. That's a tease. 
It's going to happen. Don't worry. You'll, <laughs> yeah. you'll find out. Yeah. Uh, and that's it for Amazing. me. Uh, we have D&D Diablo tonight. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. No, it's all good. Yeah, plus the word one. One the numbers, not the word. Yep. Uh, Rook, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitch at Rookery. That's R-O-O-K-U-R-I. You can also find me on YouTube at Rookery, and you can find me on Twitter at Rookery underscore. And as always, if I'm not live on my own channel, I'm probably doing something somewhere. I was on the official Guild Wars 2 channel this past week. We've been doing a bunch of collab streams. I do both this podcast and the Lightbringers podcast. So keep an eye out on those sources or jump into the Discord that we have. Uh, if you are curious about that, you can find that if you go to my pages and things. Um, if you'd like to be kept up to date about what I'm doing where. Yeah, we were also on uh, Moogle Around last week. We talked about uh, Rubicante's PP, and it was great. Mm. Lots of lots mm. of, we did. Yeah, yeah, it was a thing. Wow, I really have started uh, an inappropriate theme in all the podcasts mm. I'm on. Mm. <laughs> you know what? You, you, you talk about whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. No judgment here. Exactly. <laughs> if you want to get in contact with us, you can... Oh, that's not the right button. Hold on. No. How do, how do we stream? How does this work? Uh, you can email us at radiogamerscape.com. You tweet at us at radio, And of course, you can find us as Gamerscape on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Discord, discord.gd slash Gamerscape. We've got a Final Fantasy XIV channel on there. Um, we have an Aetherite Radio channel on there. It's like mm -hmm. a general social channel. You know, like the, the default, like, this is where you can talk about stuff channel. You know? Sometimes there's MCU spoiler channel. You never know. Secret Invasion is coming out at the end of June, and I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's going to do it for us this week, everybody. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.